I'm back motherfuckers Welcome back to another episode of the Record Spinner Podcast. I'm your host, Noel, and I appreciate you and thank you for uh, hanging in there for what was the longest break this show will ever take. Um, I, I received some notes. I received some some love. I received some, you know, well wishes and prayers and all that good stuff. Words of wisdom, words of support and all that good stuff. Um I thank all of you guys who sent that along and, and I want to let you know it's because of that stuff um, that I have returned so quickly from um, what seemed to be the depths of despair in hell. Uh, but it wasn't, you know, just, you know, just um, just some exaggeration by yours truly. Anyway, uh, I'm going to get right into this episode. It's going to be a quick episode, quick update episode, nothing crazy. I just want to give a few shout outs and thanks. Of course, uh, I want to also highlight some stuff that's new with me uh, personally. Of course, my vinyl recommendation of the week. I'm titling this one vinyl recommendation of the month. Please don't take offense to that. It's just because I haven't been here in a while. Anywho, let's get right into it. I want to first start by thanking the good folks at HR Records. Uh, and the good folks at home at the Home Rule Music Foundation. Uh, this is Charvis's brainchild here, and it's sort of, I would say, it's run by Charvis Jamal Gray uh, and a guy named Jason uh, Jackson. Sorry, I said Jason, who also has a podcast himself uh, out of Charvis's shop at HR Records, and it's called The Collector's Corner. I've been on that podcast, by the way. I always like to say that because I, I want people to know I've been other places, not just a record spinner. <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, this uh, this music foundation, um, educational foundation that they're putting together, that they have together, um, put together this amazing music festival that took place on June the 11th. Not even not too long ago. It's about maybe two 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 weeks ago. It's now. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was absolutely incredible. It featured the likes of Doug Karn, who's a jazz legend, heavy hitter, Dave, David Murray, who also is a heavy hitter. Uh, and of course, DC's own Plunky Branch, who is a heavy hitter among those as well. Also featured a jazz or go-go legend group, uh, TCB, who I had the opportunity, of course, write about and talk more about in depth in the magazine, the HR uh, home rule music, home rule magazine. Um, sorry, not the home rule music, but the home rule magazine itself. Um, so yeah, just a quick shout out to to those folks for involving me, for including me, for thinking of me, and for you know for you know for having me be a part. You know, I'm all, I'm always a fan of being a part. I'm not a fan of you know uh, taking you know, taking it by storm or taking things over, but like, I just like being a part. I want to, I want to have a voice at the table. 
I feel like right now what they have over there at HR is they're building a table for the record community, for the black community, for music community. And I'm glad to be a part, like I said. Um, yeah, so that music festival was awesome. Uh, I went with my new girlfriend and she's not so new anymore. I mean, we've been together for quite some time. Um, and that's sort of a new development I wanted to talk about briefly. I know I don't talk much about my personal life, but I, I do just want to give a shout out to my, my girlfriend, um, who's been a, a huge supporter of me and getting things back together um, with the podcast and, and with my hobby here with record collecting. Um, yeah, uh, you know who you are. Um, I, I, I do love you. Thank you so much for everything. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, the record... The, the festival featured a record fair. It featured amazing food and drink, alcoholic beverages. Uh, it had a VIP area. It had some photo booth area stuff where you take a picture in front of this big record. Um, I mean, the record fair itself was enough for the price of admission, in my opinion. Um, the admission was, of course, free, by the way. Uh, so if you had nothing to do, you could have came through for absolutely no cost and had a ball and saw some huge less like legends in jazz music and in deep dc music altogether um it was a great saturday i mean i went to the record fair a little bit and spent some money of course because you know me and records it's like you know kid in a candy shop you know it's like hey uh, am i broke yes but do i have money to buy records somehow i don't know i don't know how that happens happens every time it's weird anyway yeah, so, I mean, I just want to say again, like, I'm very thankful to be a part. Uh, the festival will become, I think, Jarvis wants it to become something of a staple in D.C. music festivals, um, something of an annual thing. I think it's totally capable of being that. I want it to be that myself uh, because, I mean, even without all of the, you know, the heavy hitting jazz legends who were there and D.C. music legends who were there, it was still good, a good time, a good, amazing event for fellowship and just being around other people, uh, especially after everything that we've gone through with the pandemic and all that good stuff. It was just an amazing time to be in, in the midst of like-minded folks who care so much about music and care about the format of vinyl. Um, so I think that in and of itself should be something that carries it forward. But um, but yeah, I know it needs your support. So please go to the link in the bio or link in the description of the episode um, to support HR uh, or the Home Rule Music Foundation um, and support that whole movement that they have going on over there, because it's very important to keep the history of D.C. music and the history of black music in general alive in D.C. That felt kind of weird. I felt like, I felt like I drew a circle with words. Like, that was weird. Anyway, um, so, yeah, uh, new developments. Uh, again, I moved to a new place, uh, new neighborhood, Tacoma, new apartment. It's pretty dope. I'm growing. It's growing on me, the apartment and the neighborhood, of course. Um, I got some new records. One I'm going to highlight today on the vinyl recommendation of the month, as I'm calling this one right here. It does not mean that we're moving to a monthly show. It just means that I haven't been here for a while. So, you know, let's just call it what it is. Let's call it spade a spade. This is the vinyl recommendation of the month, not of the week, because I'm like late by like 12 weeks, at least. <laughs> well, not 12, no, not 12 weeks, probably like six weeks, but still I'm late. 
So I have like six records if it's the vinyl recommendation of the week. Um, of course, a new outlook, uh, a new outlook on, you know, on this work that I'm doing on the podcast, on this hobby, on the team that I'm building, on the team that I have behind me. And I just want to give them a quick shout out. So my co-host Ryan and Tara, uh, thank you guys for being so supportive during this time. I also want to thank the support that I have in my corner, Dalton, Bruce, Leon, Gabe. I mean, you guys are an amazing team. And how can I forget Manuel also? Uh, so, I mean, I have a great group of guys uh, around me, a great team of folks who support and help with ideas and help with conversation and help with all types of weird little stuff. And I'm beyond blessed to um to have these guys in my life uh for sure so i really appreciate you guys um the outlook definitely comes from you know just the the trials and tribulations of of life you know um and, and it ties into the record or the vinyl recommendation of the month as well um but it's one of those things where you sit back and you think to yourself like if you're like me and, and you look back and you and you enjoy looking back at where you come from in life and how you've gotten to this very point in your life, um, moments like this are very interesting because you can take a look back and you can say, oh, if I didn't make this move, I wouldn't have had to worry about this. But you would have had a whole different challenge. You don't know what the challenge would have been. It would have been totally different. Um, but the outlook that I have is is definitely just don't give up. Um, if you're out there and if you're going through something, I think I may have alluded to this in earlier episodes at leading up to my, my hiatus, but yeah, if you're going through something, uh, find, find the strength in the people around you, uh, find the strength in, in the mind you have and the love you have for yourself, find the strength in the hobby and the passion you have for whatever your hobby may be. I'm talking about everyone, not just the record community here, but um, find you in this moment of uh, of despair and hold on to that um, because it, it, it does get rough. Life does get rough. Um, and in my moment of thinking that I maybe would leave the show entirely, leave the show behind, I was thinking for real that maybe the Record Spinner podcast would not be a thing anymore. Um, I went through all the emotions that one goes through when it comes to these hiatuses and these breaks. At first I was angry, was mad that I couldn't muster up the strength to record, muster up the emotion to record, muster up the 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 the, the tenacity to get us episode written or to reach out to a person who I wanted to talk to and talk to them on the podcast. I was really upset about this. Really upset. Heated. Then I got sad about it. And I was very sad about the fact that I couldn't get this stuff done and I couldn't and I have the, the, the bandwidth, the mental and emotional bandwidth. That's what I wanted to say before <laughs> the mental and emotional bandwidth to get this stuff done, to uh, approach the work of this podcast and say, hey, I am still here. I'm going to work through this and get through this power through it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I had to give it up for a little bit. And even with me giving it up for a little bit. And me being sad about giving it up a little bit, I realized that something in me said I was gonna I was gonna get back to it. Um, so that's why I say find find that thing that's that's you because if if you if you allow the world to dictate um, 
what you're going to do. Uh, it could it could end um, without real notice because things get tough. Life get life gets hectic. But like the vinyl recommendation of the month, members don't get weary. This record is going to be highlighted for the vinyl recommendation of the month. And it's done by Max Roach, the legendary, the masterful drummer, Max Roach. Um, and he is accompanied by a lot of people on this um, 1968 release uh, via Atlantic Records. Which, by the way, the way it was put together, you would you would think that it, this was like a... In, an indie label release but it was done by atlantic um released by atlantic and max roach is on drums gary bartz is on alto sax charles tolliver is on the trumpet uh, jimmy Mer jamie Merritt is or jimmy Merritt, sorry jimmy Merritt is on the electric bass stanley cow who is one of my favorite pianists of course is on the keys now this record uh it hit me because of a few different record, a few different titles on this on this record. Of course, I think when I heard Libra for the first time, I recognized that song, and when I heard Absol Absolutions by Jimmy Merritt, uh, it was written by Jimmy Merritt. Uh, I also recognized that song, and I was like, "Wow, this is a this is a record I must have." Now, of course, me being a fan of Strata East and and Stanley Cow and Charles Tolliver, uh, I knew a few of the records that they had uh, had written on as well. Um, and upon hearing those records, uh, I recognized, I recognized them from their pieces. Uh, like Charles Tolliver had a piece on here that, I mean, he didn't have a piece on here. It was written by Stanley Cow. Um, but he, I first heard it on his record, uh, The Ringer. And it was an, it's an amazing piece of music. And when I heard it, I was like, oh man, this is Max Roach. Like, that's dope that he did this. But like. I first heard this from Stanley Cowell and, and, and Charles Tolliver. Lo and behold, this is before I even knew who was on the record. Uh, lo and behold, I, I check out the lineup and I find out that Charles Tolliver and Stanley Cowell are on this date, which is awesome. 
Now, of course, the bad part comes where I go to Discogs, of course, uh, the, the vinyl hub, which it's not anymore, unfortunately. And it, I, I think it should die a slow death. I mean, it's an amazing platform. Don't get me wrong. But Jesus, man, people are selling records for for criminal prices out there on Discogs. And whether it be right or wrong, I just think it's like it's sort of passe now. Like you're seeing you're starting to see these reissues go for the same price as some of these OGs. And it just doesn't make any fucking sense anymore. Anyway, find this record. Members don't get weary. In 1968, Atlantic, Max, Max Roach, one of the best drummers ever to lace them up, right? Um, I go to Discogs and I'm saying to myself, I'm going to find this record for dirt cheap because it was on Atlantic. Maybe it was you know, pressed in abundance and you know, I'll find something, you know, that, you know, for 10 bucks, maybe has some writing on it from a radio station, whatever. Um, nope, I didn't find it. Uh, what I found was a few copies of the OG that were selling for like two, three hundred bucks. And I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen right now because this is a few months ago. And I'm like, I don't even have like basic money to go record shopping at my local stores, yet alone spend this much money on a record on one single record on Discog. So, um, yeah, I didn't make the move. I just sort of, you know, put it in the back of my head and I downloaded the record on uh, on YouTube music. Thinking, you know, I will eventually get to it. Uh, maybe one day when I'm, you know, I got a surplus of cash, I'll buy the OG and, you know, whatever. All is said and done. Boom, bam, beam, whatever. Well, the universe must have heard my cries or my pleas. So uh, like a month later, I heard that it was being reissued. And it was being reissued by Real Gone Music, who is um, sort of, you know, sort of known for its reissues of all sort. They do a lot of uh, a lot of awesome reissues, and they, there are a lot of There's a lot of controversy around um, some of their re release releases, but there's also a lot of good work that they're doing. Um, I would put this record in that category of good work. I don't know what the artist payout is. I I hope. That there was some sort of payout i think you know hearing about sort of how some of the artists get gypped on these reissues i do feel like that's a crime um but as a fan of of the vinyl uh format um i also want this music on the format and so if there's a way for there to be sort of a, a, a mending of bridges or a meeting in the middle um, i'm here for it and i want that at whatever cost uh, so yeah, uh, now it's here. Now it's on vinyl and I got a copy of it um, and I'm very, very lucky and I'm happy because I play it and I now feel the music because of course with me being in the moving process, um, I packed up my record player and uh, my turntable and my records. I packed those up first because that's essentially the bulk of my, my living stuff, right? Like I don't have a lot of stuff. I have a couch, I have a few chairs like a you know, tv stand uh, a few bathroom items a bed like i don't have a lot of stuff i just have a lot of records so i packed that stuff up first and i didn't move i packed up the records in the turntable like maybe a month and a half before i actually moved and like that was the longest month and a half i'd ever had like literally like no vinyl music in my home for a month and some change uh, i felt i felt i was getting drained like i felt a little bit drained by this um but 
I made it through, made it to the other side, and here I am. Anyway, so yeah, uh, go pick up that uh, vinyl reissue, uh, and that's, again, Max Roach, Members Don't Get Weary, powerful piece of music, uh, classic lineup, all-star lineup, I mean, Gary Bartz on a sax, Charles Tolliver, Stanley Cowell, come on, man, that's crazy, it's a crazy lineup. Anyway, um, this is the new season of TR TRS. This is a new season of the Record Spinner Podcast. And with this new season, there are going to be some new updates. Uh, like me giving out my government name. Like, I'm going to tell you guys what my government name is and how the name, the Record Spinner Podcast, even came about. Because it has something to do with my government name. So if you're ready, my last update for this episode is that um, I, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to give my, my, my real name, my government name. That's on all my IDs and my driver's license, passport, all that stuff. My name is Leon Spinner. And so what I did with my name is I flipped the name around. Noel wasn't my idea. Honestly, it comes from a childhood friend of mine. Shout out to Olivia. Uh, it comes from a childhood friend of mine who used to call me that. And so it was easy for me to think about as like an alias, um, and then it just made sense that, you know, my name was the same name, essentially same letters just turned around. Um, my last name, uh, Spinner is a really cool last name. And I felt bad because the, the record spinner podcast seems to come out of nowhere. Right. Because it's like, man, like, why did you the record spinner? Like, that's a random name for a podcast. But it's my it's my surname. It's my last name. So it's like the record spinner podcast. It's my podcast. Leon Spinner's podcast. I wasn't able to, uh, I, I didn't feel comfortable with sort of, you know, putting my government out there initially with all the racial tension that we were experiencing as a country when I started the podca podcast at first. Um, but of course, I mean, things sort of changed. I changed jobs and, you know, I don't work around so many white folks. <laughs> um, and so now I feel a little less inclined to even just hide, right? Like, I mean, not that I felt like I needed to hide before. Um, but I felt like I needed a buffer between me and, and some of the words and some of the ideas that I would be talking about on this podcast. Um, I don't feel that same way anymore. I've talked about some of the most controversial uh, pieces of, of black liberation that I could that I could possibly talk about now. Um, and here I am still good. Uh, and I can't I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying that to be like, hey, like, I think now is the time, the perfect time. Here we are like in season five or some shit like that where hey man i'm just gonna put it out there that's my name that's who i am noel is just an alias to give myself a little buffer but it's it's not me hiding so anyway uh i do have episodes planned i have some amazing episodes planned by the way guys i have a new record store that uh i have found it's not an official record store but uh, i think i've mentioned it on a few different episodes but they're like a record store at the at, in the basement of like this like winery slash bakery slash grocery store mini market. Um, so I will be talking to the owner of that place. And he has a really cool story about how he started collecting records. Of course, I'm going to get my co-host back on here, Tara and Ryan. We already have a show that's uh, being written up as we speak. So be on the lookout for that. And of course, I mean, I'm hoping, you know, now that I'm a part of this amazing magazine staff, one of the one of, one of my favorite people uh, to follow on social media 
uh, is also a part of that magazine staff and his name is Kevin Combe and Kevin Combe is uh, is an awesome guy and I got a chance to talk to him for a long time we actually chatted for a, a good little while um, while we were at the festival on June the 11th and I'm thinking that we should definitely get him on an episode on an episode or two of the record spinner podcast so lots of stuff coming down the pike you guys please please you guys have remained this patient i hope that you guys continue to remain patient i'm out there wheeling and dealing making a lot of connections so that i could get them on the show and so that i can enhance the show and make it sort of a more of a more of an entertaining show right like not just me talking about feelings and philosophy and all that bullshit and then some records but no, me talking about records, 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 how they were made, what happened, you know, some of the behind the scenes stuff, stuff that I like hearing about and I like knowing about. So, like, I know that other people out there would love to know about, too. Anyway, that is my time. I really thank you guys for, again, your patience, your diligence, your your love, your support, your words of wisdom, your words of support. Whoever you are in my life, thank you. Um, I couldn't have gotten to this part without you. I'll see you guys in a few. It may be like two weeks, maybe three. Lots, lots, lots of stuff to look forward to. But I'm here. And I thank you guys for being here as well. I'll see you guys in a little bit. Peace.